Hey, good morning. It's a Tuesday morning. Well, actually, it's Monday morning. I want to, uh, I think I've shared this with you before. I record these videos a day early. So I record Tuesdays on Monday and so on and so forth. Um, for Thursday and Friday, Thursdays are my days off. So I actually record Thursdays and Fridays on Wednesday. It's a long way to say you're watching this on a Tuesday morning. And while you're watching this, I'm going to be having a small outpatient procedure tomorrow morning. Um, something that I'm 47, so something that all persons of my age are encouraged to do. So I'm going to be preparing for that tonight and uh, doing it tomorrow. So pray for me tomorrow morning, or I guess when you're watching this that morning. Um, so that's a long way to say we won't have a video Wednesday morning because I'm going to be out of commission um, Tuesday. So but we'll start back um, start back up on our regular schedule after that. So um, we're getting close to finishing up Acts. We're going to finish up uh, Chapter 23 soon. But what I wanted to do today, um, you're watching this, like I said, on October 31st. And now you all know what this day is, right? It's Reformation Day. Ta-da! No, um... October 31st is a significant religious day, and I want to talk real quick about what October 31st is um, religiously, and um, we'll pick back up with Acts, um, I guess, Thursday morning. So, uh, But um, today is October 31st, and there are two significant religious things that, um, that happen uh, today. First is... Um, uh, Luther and the 95 Thesis, um, those of us who are Protestant, which means those of us who are non-Catholic and technically non-Eastern Orthodox, um, those of us who are Protestant, Methodist, Baptist, Presbyterian, Pentecostal, Episcopalian, um, non-denominational, those of us who are Protestant, we really trace our birth back to this day. Martin Luther was a, uh, a monk uh, in Germany. And he had um, had concerns with the direction of the Catholic Church. Remember, Catholic means universal. In our context, we hear Catholic and we think the Roman Catholic Church. For most of church history, though, the word Catholic just meant universal, meaning open to all persons. So Luther had some concern to where the Catholic Church was headed, some mistakes it was making, some things such as that. So he went to the uh, church in Wittenberg, Germany, and nailed 95 Thesis or 95 uh, concerns or doctrinal concerns about the church to the door of Wittenberg. Um, we hear somebody nailing uh, concerns to the church door, and we think, oh, my. Um, literally, in Luther's day, that's how you communicated on things. It was a, it was Facebook. It was a, a message board. Luther took the, to the common practice of the day to voice his concerns against the direction of the church. And that began what became known as the Protestant Reformation. Uh, Luther uh, was criticized uh, for this. Um, he was hauled before uh, the Diet of Worms uh, to recant or take back what he said. And there he gave his, his famous speech where he where he said he cannot recant. Uh, here I stand. I can I cannot. I will not recant. Here I stand. I can do no other. So Luther um, stood firm in what he believed about faith uh, and what he believed about doctrine and what he believed the mistakes of the church were and started the Protestant Reformation. So all of us who are Protestant, like I said, that means non-Catholic and non-Eastern Orthodox, draw our lineage back to Martin Luther on this day in 1517. So um, that's, that's in fact, they had the 500th anniversary of that uh, a few years back. I remember reading about that. Um, so um, just wanted to uh, share, that's one part of the religious connection to this day, and I know the I know you're all going to dress up like little Martin Luther's today, or Zwingli's, or Wesley's or Calvin and go around and nail complaints onto the doors of churches, right? No, it, it's Halloween. So 
um, your kids are getting dressed up tonight and they are going to get the sugar rush of all sugar rushes. And uh, for those of us who are parents, we look forward to picking through our children's candy later tonight and finding the candy that we like and telling our children, oh, no, you don't want this. This is spicy. And then we can eat it ourselves. So it's Halloween. Um, but you, Halloween is like Mardi Gras in that it has a religious beginning. Uh, Mardi Gras is the uh, day, um, the Fat Tuesday before Ash Wednesday, which was a day to celebrate before the beginning of Lent. So Mardi Gras has a religious origin to it. But so does Halloween. Halloween or All Hallows Eve um, is the 31st of October. Because tomorrow, the 1st of November, is All Saints Day. Uh, All Saints Day is a day set aside to remember the saints of the church um, and to celebrate them. Specifically in the life of the church, it is a day set aside to remember the saints who have passed into the church triumphant in the past year. This coming Sunday at St. Matthew's, we will have our All Saints Sunday. where We will honor and celebrate the lives of these saints who have passed into glory in the past year. One of the scriptural foundations of this of this concept is found in Hebrews chapter eleven and chapter twelve. If you if you know Hebrews, Hebrews eleven is called the the Hall of Faith. It uh, it starts off in Hebrews eleven. It, this is eleven verse one. It says, "Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen." Indeed, by faith our ancestors received approval. But by faith we understand the world were prepared by the word of God so that all that was seen is made from things that are not seen. And then it goes on to tell about all the saints of faith, Abel, Abraham, so many others. And so we read chapter 11 all the way through, and we get to the end of 11 where we recount all these stories of faith. And then it says in verse chapter 12, verse 1 and through 2, it says, all right, we'll go to verse 3. It says, therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and the sin that clings so closely. Let us one run with perseverance the race set before us, looking to Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith, who for the sake of the joy that was set before him endured the cross, disregarding its shame, and has taken his seat at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such hostility against him from sinners, that you may not grow weary or lose heart. So we see in, in chapter 11 that we have all this heritage of faith. And then verse chapter 12, we see we're surrounded by this cloud of witnesses. In other words, the Bible's teaching us, as we confess in our creeds, that we believe in the communion of saints. And that we here who on the earth are part of what's often called the church militant. We're the church still at work in the world. We're the church that's still being faith, that is still serving and preaching and evangelizing and living out the mission of God. We are the church still at work in the world. And those who have passed away in Christ have become part of the church triumphant. They're just as much a part of the church as we are, but they are the church in eternity. We are the church in the world. And we're surrounded, as Hebrews 12 does, as we're surrounded by this cloud of witnesses that they are always with us, they are always supporting us, they are always cheering for us, and that we celebrate the communion of saints. I believe in the communion of saints, as we say in the Apostles' Creed, as we say in the Nicene Creed. We believe that those of us on the earth are still part of the church universal with those in eternity. Uh, the church is one foundation, that great hymn of the faith. Yet she on earth hath union with God the, sweet, the three in one. And mystic sweet communion with those whose rest is one. There is a linkage. There is a connection, as we see here in Hebrews, between those of us here on the earth and those of us in eternity. 
that we're all part of one universal church that stretches across all space and time. So November 1 is the day set aside to honor those saints, those who have passed into glory, those who have earned their rest and their reward, and who are forever triumphant with the Lord in eternity. And yet we here on the earth, we in the church militant, we still have church, we still have work to do. So Halloween is the day before All Saints Day. And so that's why it's where it came from. And so, you know, uh, it, it, that's why some of the old costumes were ghosts and things like that, to celebrate those who have passed into eternity. Um, and I do think it's important for us on All Saints Day and All Hallows Eve, Halloween, for us not just to celebrate and remember those who have gone to glory, but I think it's okay for us to speak and remember our grief at those we've lost. We see in Hebrews 11 and 12 that those who die in the Lord are alive. So today on Halloween, tomorrow on All Saints Day, we don't grieve for them because they're with the Lord. They've earned their reward. They, they've heard, well done, my good and faithful servant. They have entered into the church triumphant. So we aren't grieving for them. But we're grieving for us. For our life is a little diminished and our life's a little more sad. Our life's a little bit more gray. But we're reminded through our doctrine of the communion of saints. We're reminded by the words of scripture that while we are physically apart in this moment, we were eternally connected to Christ. And that one day by his grace, we will join them in his kingdom. So today, those of us who are Protestant, we can remember Martin Luther and remember his courage and faith to stand up for what he believed and stand up for um, grace and all things. And we can be thankful for the reformations the church has taken and, and continues to take. And we can rejoice and remember those whose rest is one. And remember this mystic sweet communion with that church. So today, um, remember the religious heritage of the day we have today. Remember where it came from. And remember always the beauty of the church that finds its life fully and completely rooted in Jesus Christ. So thanks for joining us today. Like I said, I won't be here tomorrow, but we'll pick back up um, the day after. So um, have a great day and uh, we'll see you soon. Thanks.